more and more people have found out about digital marketing, right? There's a lot of people who are paying for leads on Google, on Yelp, on Thumbtack, on Angie. And everyone knows that that game exists now. So obviously that market's become really saturated. So it has actually kind of been a very unique opportunity as I've spoken with him more and more about my vision for the growth and the plans that we have um, and him showcasing to me how he then fits into that. Uh, it's been really, really exciting. Um, you know, the, the even the energy and willingness they have to go meet with other businesses in the area, shake hands, you know, help build the brand awareness. Uh, it's really powerful. Hey, welcome back. This is Rick Vaza with the Drive Podcast. We're going to be talking about business acquisition and expansion today. Um, so I had some recently exciting opportunity presented to me or had, had a recently exciting opportunity presented to me uh, to expand uh, the Zoom Drain footprint. Um, so I, I've said on previous videos, I'm the owner of one of the Zoom Drain franchises uh, here in San Diego um, and actually had an opportunity to um, very you know, easy transition just to expand into uh, Michigan, <laughs> which is a very seamless process. So one of the things that's come up quite a bit is, well, how are you doing this remotely and how's it working so far? Uh, we just did this at the basically the middle of October. Um, so very, very fresh as we're recording this on November 7th. And it's been a, a really exciting process, a big learning opportunity for me as an owner, um, as this is something that I had hoped to do eventually down the road. Um, and just the opportunity came a little bit sooner than anticipated. Uh, so one of the interesting things about being part of the network is I had um, expressed my interest in acquisitions as a strategy for growth uh, to our team. And uh, one of the other franchise owners uh, was at a position where he was looking to go back into a W-2 job um, and, and leave that uh, franchise that he had started about a, a little over a year ago. And so um, I came in and uh, talked with him and we were able to negotiate an agreement for me to take over. And I was able to bring a, a business partner who's been awesome uh, in assisting with the process. So how are we doing this remotely um, has been a really interesting learning lesson um, and something that I thought I would share as a lot of people have asked me about it. So what happened when we did this, um, first and foremost, kind of the, the core team ends up being the catalyst, obviously, for the business. Uh, so we have, it's a, it's a small team. It's just two guys right now who are operating uh, the vehicles and they're fantastic. So they've really made this a possible success. Um, obviously, when you come into a situation like this, they're totally blindsided. You know, they don't know what's going on. They're surprised uh, for, to hear, you know, and, and then also, of course, the fact of like, wait, but you're also in San Diego. Like, how is this going to work? Um, so w what we, what we did is just honestly worked on an oper operation of total transparency, like explain to the guys like, Hey, obviously I'm not going to be here day in and day out. I have my family and another team in San Diego. Um, but what I am going to focus on is supporting you at the end of the day. What I view my number one job is, is getting the phone to ring and really supporting on lead generation and the flow from a marketing standpoint. I had the ability to ride with them, uh, you know, figure out very quickly their level of competence and how highly skilled they are. So it gave me a lot of confidence that as long as I can stack jobs for them, they're going to be able to take really, really good care of the customers. Huge part of my due diligence process was honestly looking at their reviews, uh, the reviews that these two teammates were able to generate over only the course of a year were absolutely phenomenal. It's a five-star, 150-plus reviews on Google. Really showed a testament to me the way that they took care of customers and the pride that they took in the, uh, the profession. Um, so that was a huge um, conviction piece for me to know that I would be able to have the trust in 
that those teammates, um, you know, even being that far away. So I let them know like, okay, Hey, you know, you guys have met, um, are highly self-sufficient. Um, thankfully a lot of the technology that we utilizes, um, allows us to communicate effectively. We're able to communicate with customers effectively. Um, and the software really allows for remote uh, operations. Um, one of the challenges though, really realistically for me is the time zone difference. Um, so that three hour difference, you know, it's tough when they're starting their day at eight and I'm normally still asleep at five. I'm not that early of a riser yet. Um, so having the business partner was incredibly important. Um, among the other roles that she's filled, she's helping them get their day started off on the right track, um, helping with coaching sessions and things like that in the morning. And then I'm obviously able to come in, um, in the afternoons to support from that standpoint. So we've, we've kind of got an interesting structure with my partner being on the uh, Eastern time zone uh, and then obviously me being on the Western. Now, the other interesting thing is because we're on the Western time zone um, and expanding the services, uh, we were able to offload a lot of the back office pieces. So call center, you know, we were able to take that over with my San Diego team. Um, we are able to take over some invoicing, uh, accounts payable, you know, a lot of the back office finance functions, again, marketing function. So a lot of that stuff is being handled remotely regardless. So that wasn't necessarily a major factor. Um, it's really, if I have a really competent team, which we do in the field, they're able to take care of customers and do the job really well. And we view it as our job to then support them and getting the call, the phone ringing so that they have leads. That's ultimately a recipe for success. And that's been the approach that we've been taking. Now it's been cool and exciting as I've gotten to know the two team members that much more um, is really their passion for what they're doing and also their excitement about the growth opportunities then that can be ahead. So a lot of times people ask like, hey, why would someone even want to take on this role at this small company? And in talking with our senior guy, I think he brought an interesting perspective of like, hey, I know I'm you know the, the high guy on the totem pole right now. So as we continue to expand and I'm showcasing you know all of the self-sufficiency that I have, the fact that you can rely on me and lean on me as we grow, I'm obviously highlighting my capabilities for the next role. So it actually becomes a pretty cool opportunity for him to obviously have a, a you know great job now currently in what he's doing, but also as we continue to grow, like, I mean, God, the amount of trust that I already am able to put into him really makes me feel confident as we expand that as I am able to provide him more opportunities that he's going to be able to step into that role and really succeed and thrive. So it has actually kind of been a very unique opportunity as I've spoken with him more and more about my vision for the growth and the plans that we have um, and him showcasing to me how he then fits into that. Uh, it's been really, really exciting. Um, and I think a lot of people were initially confused like, well, how are you going to do that? How are you able to accomplish this? And um, I think like anything, it's just good communication, being honest and transparent and really showcasing the vision. The other thing that's been helpful is asking a lot of questions. Like um, a lot of times, I think when you come into a situation like this, we have a successful business. And so there may be an expectation of like, hey, this is how we do things. You got to get you know my way or the highway, that type of approach. And what I found with working with them in particular is they know their market better than me. They know, you know their, their geography, they know the demographics, they know what type of jobs they're running into. So I think what's been also super helpful is just being able to ask them a lot of questions of like, hey, why do you do it this way? You know, uh, tell, tell me about you know, these types of jobs, how have you handled them historically? And obviously some instances I can figure out, okay, hey, maybe we should try it this way instead. But in most instances, you know, like, as I said, they're highly competent and skilled employees. They're already, uh, you know, knowing what they're doing, or they even have ideas already of maybe how they could have done it better, but maybe weren't in a position yet to broach that with the previous owner, um, or, or they had, and it hadn't been executed on for whatever reason. So sometimes just that fresh perspective gives a helpful opportunity to reset on some things. And we've been able to be, come away with some really cool um, 
initiatives that weren't happening before that we're really excited about uh, moving forward. Um, you know, the, the, even the energy and willingness they have to go meet with other businesses in the area, shake hands, you know, help build the brand awareness. Uh, it's really powerful. And to be able to find people who are able to do that and, and comfortable doing it is really, really been beneficial. So um, I tell them all the time, I'm so excited about the opportunity that's in front of us. I think it's an awesome market. I think we have a really great core group. Um, we've already started an interviewing to start looking for the next uh, person to bring on as we look to expand. And um, it's, it's, pr it's been pretty fun as we think about like what's, what lies ahead. Obviously there's going to be challenges. I mean, I'm, I, you know, maybe we're still in the honeymoon phase, et cetera, but I think for what we're seeing now, um, it gives me a lot of confidence when people have asked like, how are you going to possibly do this? It's like, Hey, you know, that's the, that's the point is you have roles and responsibilities. Everyone plays it. They're particularly unique part of the business. And as I've learned before with, you know, the first introduction to plumbing, you know, the team isn't looking for you to necessarily be the one to go clear the drains or go put in the water heater. Like there's a role that I play in our business. that's very different from the role that they play. And collectively when we, you know, form together, that's when we have a recipe for success. As long as we're taking care of the customers really well and communicating effectively, you know, we should, we should have success, whether I'm in San Diego or with them locally. Um, that being said, there are some like administrative challenges. So like, I'm going to definitely have to go back out there and I want to go back out there regardless. Cause I, you know, I think there's obviously value in being present and spending time together and everything like that. But one of the other questions is like, well, how are you, how are you, you know, handling the lease and the insurance and all those things. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a, a process, you know, expanding into a new market. Um, you know, that's where obviously if you have trusted advisors, it becomes really, really helpful. So reaching out to our insurance broker, Hey, this is what we're looking to do. By the way, we may do it again. So let's kind of get a template in place of what information you need from me. Um, how, you know, what's the likelihood of the turnaround. So admittedly that first process was very, very clunky, but obviously now it's like, okay, well we can get really organized, right? So now we know our insurance folder, we have all of that information loaded in. So the next time that we do this, it's more of just a, Hey, pull out everything, make sure it's sent off and we're good to go. Same thing with the attorney, like creating a new LLC, um, registering with the state, um, getting honestly, uh, the unemployment insurance, all of these really administratively burdensome things that have been taking up a ton of my time, um, just going through it. Cause it's been, you know, this is all new, uh, you know, you're, you're documenting it, you're organizing it and then making sure that if we end up doing this again, which I hope to do so, um, it's just that much faster and off to the races. So, uh, it's been a really, really interesting learning lesson. Um, but very excited and a really promising start. Um, and I would say it all centers around that core team. Um, really getting excited about the energy that we're trying to bring the efforts that we're having and just letting them know like, Hey, if you, you know, your my promise to you is if you're working hard in the field, I'm working just as hard to make sure that that phone's ringing to get you as many jobs as you can so that we can continue to expand and that you can see your career develop with us. Um, as we have that growth ahead, I think a natural byproduct of that then also was like, okay, so what are all these interesting marketing efforts that you're doing, right? How are you getting that phone to ring in a, in a market like this? So, you know, with a new company, um, um, I, you know, for, for those who haven't seen the episode perhaps, uh, but my background originally, it was, I started a financial planning firm in San Diego, knowing nobody. Um, and really I went into that with a game set and my or, or game plan and mindset of this is going to take me about three years to have any sort of market presence. And I think that's practical when you're going into these types of businesses to have that. And you have kind of a base that you're layering on, right? So when I talk to the team about marketing, it's, you know, old school boots on the ground. I think what has happened with our industry, um, 
and I'm talking about the trades broadly. I don't even think this is just plumbing, but the trades in general, um, more and more people have found out about digital marketing, right? There's a lot of people who are paying for leads on Google, on Yelp, on Thumbtack, on Angie. Like it's not a surprise to anyone anymore. You know, even the boomers have figured it out, right? Which we, we joke about, but like everyone knows that that game exists now. So obviously that market's become really saturated. I think as a lot of new entrants, people kind of ha- were heavily relying on that thinking, hey, I'm just going to pay Google and my phone's going to ring. It's really not the case anymore. Well, it can be, but you're going to pay an arm and a leg to Google and they're going to capture pretty much all of your profit. And that's not the point of business. So what I've talked to the team about is is really kind of getting back to the core about what is business, right? It's building relationships. It's doing good work for customers. So as we go through and we start that kind of back to our roots method of networking, going out and shaking hands with other businesses, going to our suppliers and letting them know what we do. Hey, if you think of other plumbers that could use our services, because not all plumbers have hydro jetters, not all plumbers like doing drains, like we can be a great partner for them and starting to really build that presence in that market so that they're thinking of us. And it's not going to be the first time we go there. It's probably not even the third or fourth time, but maybe that fifth or sixth time they're like, oh yeah, well, I didn't think of you last time, but so-and-so was here, you know, um, getting in front of them. So that's some of the stuff that we're going to be doing. And again, the team is amazing. So they're, they're willing to do it. They're energized. They want to be part of a successful and growing business. And they know it's going to take work as they go around and, you know, introduce themselves and, um, you know, going to senior living facilities, going to nursing homes, going to rehab centers, going to restaurants, like all of those things are super important. And it's not just going to the restaurant to eat, but like have a nice meal and hand them a business card. Call us when your drains clog, right? That type of stuff. So it really is being intentional about the daily activities, which I I'm excited about, but I also am uh, reinforced by the excitement of the team to and uh, their willingness to do it. We're coupling that with outbound phone calls. So one of the things that's um, been, you know, kind of foolishly, I haven't been addressing before, but it's just the same concept, but okay, now instead of having to go boots on the ground everywhere, let's just call people, let them know we exist. You know, we have a needed service, right? We know someone is going to eventually need plumbing. So why not bring to their attention, hey, we're new here. We do great by our customers. We want to take care of you. If you ever have a problem, give us a call and we can contact those restaurants. We can contact those plumbers. We can contact those property managers and let them know that we exist. Um, so one of the things that we're following up on is the supplement of, yeah, of course we want to get boots on the ground, but how much better is it even to contact them? Maybe we get a warm introduction. They want to meet us. And then at that point we can send someone locally to go shake hands and put a name to the face a face to the name, <laughs> a face to the name and that type of thing. So that's one of the other things. So as we're starting to stack these things, it's like, okay, we know these things maybe take time and they're going to have to develop, but that's, in my opinion, we're trying to build that foundation. And then obviously the digital marketing stuff still comes into play with it, but that's the stuff that we want to be kind of thinking as the gravy on top, not like the actual meat and potatoes. So, and I think for a while that's kind of been flipped on because before people had figured out this Google game and this digital marketing game, it was a little bit easier. You know, I, I hear the stories from people who've been in this business for a while. And it's like, yeah, if you were early to that game, you know, there were times when Google leads were $30, $40 a lead and you could make money off of that. You know, now when they're a hundred, 150 a lead, you can't really make money. Obviously there's only so much you can charge for a drain. Also when people wonder why things have gotten so expensive, that's part of it, right? These businesses need to be profitable if they're paying $150 just to have you call them. <laughs> that's part of it. Um, so anyways, with the marketing aspects, you're, you're, we're kind of trying to stack this up and it's really exciting because I think it creates a better customer experience. You know, they're being introduced to us again. They, we know that they need them. We know that we do good work. So we want to let them know that we exist. So if they do end up ever having an issue, they're thinking of us in front of mind. 
And then as we kind of continue down that playbook, it's like, okay, now you have repeat customers. We can call out to them. Hey, it's been a while since we've, you've, you know, you've had service. You're coming up on the six month mark. Maybe they need another jetting because a lot of our customers need repeat jettings. Um, so being proactive as opposed to waiting for them to have the problem, it's also better customer experience, right? Why not get in front of your drain problem as opposed to now having something go down in your restaurant or having, you know, your property and all of these um, tenants get really upset because the drains are clogged up. So we can be more intentional about the way we're um, re-engaging previous customers who have already had a great experience with us as well. Already, we're kind of stacking a few different things. Then of course, um, we have the, the uh, old school postcard methods, right? As things come up, um, we have right now in San Diego, water heater initiative going on. I want to re-engage all of our previous customers. They need to know about this information. We'd be doing them a disservice if we weren't telling them about it. So same type of thing, contact them, email them, send them a postcard, let them know this stuff exists. Um, and it's all in the name of obviously generating business, but it also ties in with better customer service. So these things can all just stack on top of each other. So that's kind of what I'm excited about when we think about like these different levels. But a lot of the questions I get is like, well, how are you thinking about actually growing this and expanding it? And a lot of this comes from the simple fact, honestly, of like what I was doing when I was doing the financial planning, I was going to a ton of networking events, shaking a lot of hands, most people saying, no, I don't need you now. And literally it's, you know, you'll be shocked of a few years later of like, Hey, yeah, uh, I needed a financial planner. Well, great. I don't do that anymore, but here's someone I can introduce you to. Um, and you just get surprised. So it's one of those things where, yeah, it takes time. Um, and I try to tell a lot of the people who are reaching out based on these videos or, you know, podcasts that I've been on of like, Hey, what's the expectation? It's like, you should think it's going to take three years. I, I mean, that, that was the expectation I had when I went into financial planning. It was literally about the perfect timeline of what to expect. Um, I think if you go into it shorter than that, um, you, you, you know, honestly, it could take longer, but I think that's a, a realistic timeline to think about like of what it's going to take to actually get to that point. And that's really the mindset that I'm trying to go into with a new market. Now, I hope it's faster than that, of course, um, but I want to have the right expectations and not set myself astray. So that's kind of what we're thinking about. And it's going to stack those things on top of each other, um, ideally month after month. Um, and see how things go. Awesome. So I hope that's helpful uh, information. I'd love to hear like what's working for you with marketing. I know it's a challenging environment right now with the economy. You know, everyone's thinking about lead flow. What's working for you? What's not working for you? Uh, feel free to drop a comment or shoot me a note at Rick Vaza on Twitter. Um, if you liked this and got some value out of it, please go ahead and hit the subscribe button and share it out. It mean a lot. I appreciate you tuning in. <laughs>